All right, guys, welcome to another episode of Past the Rock Podcast. Happy summer, happy whatever. It's really <laughs> hot outside. <laughs> it's it's really bad outside. Like, the sun is crazy. Amen. Uh, but today I have a special guest. Really excited for this interview. I have Ava Paul in the studio with me. Yay! How's it going, ma'am? Hi, it's good. So happy to be here. Um, never been on a podcast before in okay. a studio like this, so... Super excited. How, how's how's the summer been for you? Um, it's been pretty good. It's been um I've been working a lot, working really hard as an entrepreneur. I do uh, nails and I also model. So that's been going pretty good too. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's great, that's great. Um so I guess to kick this off, I'm gonna ask like this is gonna be like the most random question. But do okay. you ever like do you ever like miss track? Like here and there, or are you just like I did everything I could, and I'm. I'm <laughs> Everyone always asks me that question. Um, do I miss it? Uh, I I would say that I miss being on a regimen. I miss okay. like when you wake up, it's like okay, breakfast, meetings, class, practice, uh, and then whatever dinner, and it's the same thing every single day. Um, now, these days, I'm just all over the place, up till 3 a.m., might have to wake up 7 a.m., this and this and that, don't eat, but I'm doing what I love, though, and, you know, making money doing what you love, too, so, do I miss it? Mm, certain parts of it I do, but not really, no. Yeah, I, did, I, I can definitely like, understand that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I've had people, like, say, like, because at the end of the day, it doesn't mean that you didn't love doing track oh yes it. it's it's, like, i learned so much yeah. being in track like it like i learned so many life lessons mm-hmm. and discipline that was instilled with me within me that i can apply to anything that i do these days because it was such a um, huge part of my life for so long too so i'm forever thankful for that for my coaches staff the people that helped me on the long way my teammates and stuff like that it was definitely like a um a growing and learning experience that I'm forever thankful for, but I wouldn't go back. I wouldn't go back. <laughs> Especially like I've heard yeah. people because you know I, I'm I've been friends with a lot of people who are on track, and uh, uh-huh. I've heard people say like, like bro, like football and basketball. At least you have a ball. Like track, it's just running. oh my god, you just run, you just running. Okay, but me, I don't like to think, <laughs> so what? I'm just like okay, well you just run. <laughs> you just you don't have to think too much. <laughs> I mean, because I mean, I I ran track in high school too. Uh-huh. And it's just like, bro, like running. Oh all my god, the time, yes! It's like it's just like your your punishment is our sport. But Literally, <laughs> they talking about run, doing suicide. Everyone's crying. It's like, yeah, track all day, and like there's no ball to keep us entertained. It's just uh-huh. running. you just gotta love running, and it's 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 low key slept on when it comes to like getting in shape because like track is like the one sport that. You can't slack off. Like, oh, definitely, definitely. Like to cut off that because in football, yes, you have to be fast to play certain positions, uh-huh. but it's like that's not necessarily the main priority. Yeah, track is like you all you're do, all you're here for is to be fast or to be. At least I know, fast and it's sense. just your time. They just yeah. look at your time. They don't look at stats. They don't look at videos. Just, just no, your time. Just, just the time. That's it. They don't have to know who you are, what you do, like nothing. Really? Yeah, that's it. So I went to school in a, a smaller like kind of country town school so being from dallas it was yeah. definitely like um a little culture shock for me it's uh-huh. like where's the mall at like where's this yeah. and this and that at and stuff like that but it's like pros and cons it's some really cool like down-to-earth people that i met there too which was cool which was awesome um so yeah and i ended up getting uh I did do hurdles out there, and I ended up getting injured while I was out there, I think my freshman, sophomore year. And while I was injured and not working out like that, I uh, built a passion for nails and started doing little cheap sets for, like, my classmates, my teammates and stuff, and just went from there. Okay. So So with track, when – because I'm guessing you – you probably ran track and did other sports as well growing up. Or was yeah, it just track? I did. Yeah, okay. What I else did you do? Uh, I did gymnastics. I was on the swim team, volleyball, basketball. Okay. Yeah. So what made uh, 
What made track stand out out of everything? So everything I've been in, they told me that I should run <laughs> in gymnastics. <laughs> they was like, uh, yeah, you're just good at running. <laughs> you might as well just run when I was there. So um, my parents, they they put me in everything too, like Kung Fu. And I really just, I kung wasn't. Kung Fu? That's different. Yes, like everything. Piano. Um, I played you the just flutes. all You could do anything. All around. Um, I'm okay. <laughs> it's like, it's not nothing I'm amazing at, though. So. But you, you can do it, though. I can. Yeah, I can. There we go. <laughs> I don't know how good it's going to be, but I can yeah. do it. <laughs> I like to call myself a well-rounded individual. But, um, yeah, they just all kept telling me that I should run. So that's how it started. I started on Team Quest in Dallas. Um, I heard about somewhere. that. Really? Yeah, I had a... I had, I had I've had a few friends that I know ran on that team, like from Allen. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Allen, yeah. Allen. That's where they're based out of too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like I, I think I was looking into actually joining them at some point in time, mm -hmm. but at the end of the day, like I wasn't even like I knew I wasn't doing nothing with track. Okay, I yeah. Doing, same. <laughs> I, I was just like I was just like you know like I like running. I mean I'm fast enough, I guess. So you know we can just yeah. Can do this. But I knew, like, I wasn't trying to, like, go to the Olympics or anything like that. Okay, yes, definitely, yeah. So uh, starting with Team Quest, how was that experience? Because I know a lot of people, even just growing up, playing sports in school and playing for, like, an AAU team or, like, an outside team is very much different when it comes to experience. So oh, how was, like, how yes. was that? yes. Um, well, shout out to Coach Hobbs. Um, <laughs> uh, that was like, I feel like when you have people that you know that want to see you grow and support you and love you and make you want to um, do so much better and work so much harder in yeah. what you do. So um, that was the main thing for me. And it's like, whew, it, it was a, it's a different kind of heat out here, too. It's like. <laughs> You yeah, really have to work. You really like, have look, to want it. Right you now. really <laughs> have to want it in this Texas heat, okay? Like, <laughs> like you just like imagine just waking up and saying, "I'm going outside to run." I know. For an hour and right, right, and it's just like when you see when you see your results of all the hard work that you put in, it's so rewarding. And so I would say that like uh, like. Um, High school track, middle school track, and stuff like that. You, you know, anybody could do that. It's not, it's not, they don't take it as serious as yeah. AAU and stuff. Like, whew. I wasn't that serious, but, I was, <laughs> but it's a different vibe. So, you, so, you, so, would you say, like, so you would say running for an AAU team was like a lot more serious than running for like a, like for your school? Oh, definitely. For real? Cause I never, I never actually, like I said, I like I wasn't that in depth into track. Like I mm -hmm. started running track, I stopped for a while, and then I didn't make the basketball team. So I was like, I'm not gonna stop sports. So let's just go to track. Again. Oh my that's, gosh, that's, that's funny. That's kind of how it went for me. Yeah. So, so I never actually ran with the AAU team. So like, there. When you say serious, are you saying like, just they just take it? There's just more passion there. Or, yes, yeah. definitely. And like I said, like you know, when your coach is like you can tell that they really want you to succeed versus high school. It's like, ah, oh, whatever, you know, um, there are, there were a couple coaches that, you know, uh, took it to the next level and stuff like that. But I feel like for AAU and select teams, summer track teams and stuff like that, they can really focus on you and, um, to do your best. So, I wouldn't say that it's not as serious as yeah. high school, but I learned way more in my summer track, AAU, indoor track, and stuff like that than I did um, at in school track. So true. I mm. mean, uh, like even running, like running track at Plano, like our head coach was like very laxed. Like you know, like comp like compared to like the football team when mm -hmm. you know, if, if you see someone late. To football practice, oh, they're yeah. running. They're, yeah. they're like they're trying to get there on time, but like in track, like we would get to the field. Like people yeah. would get to like the track at like ten, twenty. A minutes lot late of to practice. a lot of people I know that ran track was they were like the laziest, hard working people I know. <laughs> if that's even a thing, so <laughs> I, there was there was a guy on our track team. He was just like naturally good, 
And it was like, everyone was just like, bro, he doesn't really practice. He's yes. just that good. <laughs> yes. And it's like, it's sometimes like speed could be genetics. It could just be yes. someone just having that muscle memory so well. Mm-hmm. And with track, obviously, the stance and like you like taking off, like if you mess up, like you misstep anyway, like that's oh, like it's, the whole second. That's it. That's, that's it. Whole it's second. over. <laughs> it's over. It's like, bam, bam. That's it. Like. It's, it's, it's you actually, have to watch a video and just analyze each and every step, yeah. each and every push and stuff like that. Like, it's like if you're a sprinter, at least. <laughs> and another thing is like, so leading up to my next question, when it comes to like training for track, it's like, you know how it's with track, especially for people who run like people in the Olympics and stuff like that. Like they train all year round so hard just to run like 10, 20 seconds mm-hmm. in a meet. And it's like, it's crazy. that is like so mentally, like, because yes, it's, cause it's in crazy. basketball, you have, you know, an hour or so to play. In football, you have, you know, you have so right, much time right. to play. It's you have that 15 time minutes every show. quarter, yeah, you know? Yeah, it's so much pressure. Yeah, but like track is you, like, you don't get false start. Okay, five yards back, back let's let's go again. It's like, oh, you you, you literally yeah. messed up. That's it. You're done. Like, right. You're done. That's it. And it's like. It's happened to me before. It's crazy. How was that? Like, how was that for you? Um, I couldn't even process it, to be honest. Like, uh, you know, sometimes it, it depends on what the situation is. Sometimes they'll give warnings. Sometimes um, yeah. it's just a red card and you're done. That's it. Like, everything that you trained so hard for, it's just like, not down down the gutter, but it's like, wow, I couldn't, I couldn't even show, up, show that off. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, I was upset at first, but you have – you have many more races to prove, yeah. you know, that you're capable of doing what you trained for. So, yeah. I feel like a lot, everyone falls starts at one point in time. It has, to, it has to happen. It's like, because you're not, even Usain Bolt did the same right, thing. Right, exactly. Like, you, like you, it just happens. It's just like, even the greatest of all times and everything has messed up in their right. work. It right, just happens. Right, right. You just got to use it as a learning process because it's like, I messed up right now. It's done. We were like me right. yelling and kicking everything is not oh, gonna change yeah, anything. No. <laughs> so it's like I mean I mean it's like it's just so hard to process because yeah. it happens so fast, so fast though. Yeah. So it's like oh man, like wow, it's crazy. So how was it in high school? You running track for Plano and then also running track for Team Quest. How was that like with that in school and then obviously your social life and everything. Were you working also? Like, did you have a job I at was, the time? I was, yeah. So how was all of that? And, like, just how was it, you know, time management in high school? No one has that. Like, right, we procrastinate right. all through high school. Mm-hmm. So how were you able to just balance everything and just, you know, keep up throughout the whole, your whole time running track in high school? Hmm. Well, it wasn't easy. It was not easy. And I would not say that I was the best at, yeah. <laughs> at balancing it. You know, some things you lack, some things you do better at and vice versa. Um, I was serving while I was in school uh, part time and uh, running uh, on the Plano track team. I was also on Team Quest, which we practiced uh, either after practice at Plano or on the weekends. Huh. Mm-hmm. And um, what else? Yes, uh, school, obviously. School. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah, school. Forgot about the that. I came here for. Yes, <laughs> school. Um, I don't know. I guess I just, over time, you just build a different type of mental discipline and stuff like that. And um, at Plano, a lot of the times we were working out by ourselves because we've had we had so a different coach every semester every year. So yeah. I was used to you know you're used to telling yourself what to do and you know pushing yourself and stuff like that. Because in track you know if nobody's there to push you, it's like oh I'm gonna just jog yeah. it like I'm gonna just do whatever and stuff. And um, I don't know. I really just enjoyed serving at this Italian restaurant that I worked at because the food was so good. So what was it's that? like what was I it, called? it was called Roman Cucina. Is this the open? Yes, yes, they are. And I also used to work at Adidas uh, in Allen Outlets. After practice, I would go there because I love the um, the gear that they had. <laughs> I actually worked at the Allen Outlets, too, at Asics. Oh, really? I worked at Oakley. Like, oh, nice, that. yeah. yeah. But th- that place is actually crazy, but that's besides the point. I think Adidas <laughs> is still open. I'm not sure. Yeah, I, yeah. I haven't been there in a minute. Though. I know, same. Like, Remember since COVID and stuff like that, and I just moved back yeah. um, not too long ago. But so, I really haven't been there. So, 
Yeah. But overall, it's just really rewarding, like, yeah. seeing how much you do and, um, like I said before, you know, putting all that hard work in. And mm-hmm. So yeah. when did you get your first offer? Do you remember? Like, do you remember what school it was? Hmm. Um... It was like five years ago. I don't know. Okay, so let me. Let um, me put, it's been a while. <laughs> let, let me place the question this way. So, at, you know, at that point in time, every high school athlete that wants to make it to the next level gets to this point where is that person's getting a scholarship or is getting, you know, Alabama or like Texas or and UNT, whatever school is coming out to look at this guy or this girl and. I'm trying to get to that point as well, but I'm not there. Was there any point in time where you would say that you had pressure weighing down on you because you maybe saw people around you getting that college attention that you you probably wanted, but at that at that point in time you weren't getting it just yet? Like, did that put any pressure on you at all? Um. Well, for track because of the season, it's like you get your offers. I feel like a little bit later, yeah. it's like all the other sports pass by, and then you're like, ah, I'm just sitting here and and whatnot. But I knew just with um, prayer and patience that uh, I would definitely get the offers that I wanted, which I uh, did. So, and it was through email, through calls, mainly through mail, um, which was which was pretty, like, it was pretty exciting, honestly, yeah. seeing that and stuff like that. Because um, I'm the only athletic one in my family. So my my parents, my family, they don't really know much about uh, sports. athletic sports, period, or track or anything yeah. like that. So I felt like it was just me and, like, my AAU kind of track team helping me out and stuff like that. I mean, my family's there for support, but it's different when they don't understand. Stand. It's just like, yes. oh, you, who go? Yeah, I don't like, know oh, what what's a good you're... time? Like, so... <laughs> So how do you jump over the hurdle, you know, and stuff like that? And I actually remember we had got a new coach my senior year, and I was kicked off of the team. Yes, at Plano, I was kicked. Wait, wait, what coach is this? Oh, you don't have to say the name. Coach (laughs) Tadari. So why did you get kicked off? Oh man, it was just so much stuff. Like just mainly like. I feel like there was so much animosity between like she was new to the school and a new coach and just want to assert your, you know, your, uh, your presence. And I feel like in a wrong way with me and like a lot of people on the team, we know what to do and stuff like that. And it was just, I felt like, uh, uh, I don't, it's cool. Okay. So, Okay, so moving on from that, um, when but my what? my letters were held, I got a I ended up getting a big stack of letters. Okay, eventually okay, that's a good part of it. That's a good part of eventually, it. Eventually, yes. So this would probably be from you running with Team Quest, I guess. I'm yes, yeah? definitely. Okay. That's why I said like yes. I learned so much being there. It was so supportive, so awesome, and I. Like I'm so thankful for them. They're like family to me. That's so. like I've I've literally heard anyone that ever had anything to do with that team always said that. Like it was always like, y'all were always together. Like you know after yes, practice, there's just yes. such a bond that goes on. Mm-hmm. And that's like the most important thing when it comes to sports. Like in any sport, if you and your teammates are not, because in every sport, like unless you're talking about like golf or something, I don't know. But like mm-hmm. in every sport, like. There's some type of team, like even in golf, boxing, re- like there's some type of team. Like, yeah, y'all might not be on the like on the field or the court or the in the ring at the same time, mm-hmm. but it's like you still have that team and you don't have good chemistry with them. It gets like bad. Yes, like, yes, you see that happen. Yes, like, as a team, like yeah. by the end of the day, track is an individual, but it's also a team sport as yeah. well. And if you don't have that connection, um, you know, that bond is really hard to make it work. Yeah. So, but, you know, it's so many teams and in, in out there that make it work, though. Even if yeah. they don't have that bond, but, though, you but just got to learn to like, make it work, though. But my thing is, like, when I even say, like, so obviously, even in the track team, if there's, like, so many people in the track team, everyone's not going to know each other's, like, everything about everybody on the team. But it's just having that chemistry, like, knowing that, 
at least when we're on the field, I have respect for you and like we're putting exactly. everything aside. Exactly. But you don't tend like sometimes you don't see that because at the end of the day, like egos always clash. And it's right. like, for example, talking about like like when you look at the Clippers from like Lob City, when you look at them, it's like there was so much talent. But there wasn't chemistry like right, that because right. they all had ego clashing behind Definitely. the scenes. Mm-hmm. So on the court, you see them throwing lobs and dunking mm-hmm. on everybody and shooting threes. Mm-hmm. But like off the court, it's like they're having arguments about who's the best or who's right. the captain of the team. And when that happens in any type of sport, like it, like this, only a matter of time till the team crumbles. So like that's actually good that you were part of a team that you saw as family because mm-hmm. there's a lot of people who don't have that. Mm, definitely, and like people definitely. actually sleep on that. Mm-hmm. So, what influenced your decision to go to ULM? Um, they gave me the most money. <laughs> that that was and that up. is why. Yes, I'm not. I'm not uh, sugarcoating anything, uh, or saying, oh, that you know, like I went and I went to a couple schools, did some visits. Uh, went by OU, New Mexico, ULM. Um, what else? Some school and uh, some smaller schools mm-hmm. that I don't remember, and they were they offered me the most money, so that's where I went. <laughs> I like your honesty though, because you know a lot of people, like you know, sometimes people be like, you like know, I went oh, to the campus and like I just like the culture, and right, all that kind of stuff. right. Like, well, you learned the culture in two days, like, right? <laughs> or like, <laughs> oh, I was I had all these offers, but da 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 da, something happened. Yeah. I was like, no, no, they like, just they gave me the most money, and um, I felt that it was the best option for me at yeah. that time. So, which I'm thankful for, and um, that was also like a family. Uh, I love my coach there as well. So he was so awesome. And my teammates there too. Like, they're, it was really cool being there. It was really different experience too. So I'm so thankful for that. Mm-hmm. That's, uh, okay, so talk to me about your transition from high school to college. Like, just like you said, going from running high school track and, you know, Team Quest now going into full-fledged D1 college track and field. Like, mm-hmm. how was that? Like, I was, how was that so ready to get out. I was so ready to go. Of high school? Yes. We, we all were. Yes, we all were. And I just felt like the coaching staff and the management, the faculty and stuff at Plano was not for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just like the way that they were swapping us out, swapping coaches out so fast. And, you know, it just take a while to get accustomed, to get into a routine and the workouts and stuff like that. Um, yeah, it just, again, wasn't for me. <laughs> so when I first got to Louisiana, um, I was obsessed with crawfish. <laughs> my first time having in the crab legs, all that. <laughs> yes. My coach was like, oh, my God, Ava, you need to slow down on the food. <laughs> I was eating jambalaya, gumbo, all of that, like unlimited <laughs> in the calf. See, I can't even get into like so crawfish. I can get into crab legs, cause but what crawfish shrimp? is? Oh no, I like shrimp. But with crawfish, I literally had my like I tried crawfish for the first time in May, and I was kind of mad at myself because like it's actually pretty good. Okay, and, like, everyone told People me are like, like uh, it's nasty. I'm like, yeah, no, I don't my think only that. problem was one like you know like. When crawfish is kept for like a little, like a few hours, it gets really like the smell yeah. just kind of gets everywhere. Yeah. And apart from that, my point is like, bro, I'm going through all this to get that oh, little, yeah. like, bro, it's like that. Yes. I can't get, I, like, I don't think you can get full from just like. And the way I saw it is like, okay, it's you know, I see so much crawfish, I'm just gonna like this is this should be enough. But it's like, it's not like chicken wings or like chicken strips. Like, right. You have to like. Fight through it and right, everything. And I was right. like, bro. Like, I never actually, like, I never actually understood that. But I tried it for the first time, man. It's pretty good. So. Yes. I loved it. Um, we used to have a crawfish boil after every, like, not every track meet, but, like, a home track meet. Like a crawfish boil for anything. Like, anything. Like, <laughs> oh, we went to class. Let's get crawfish. crawfish. Like, <laughs> yes. We just, we just did get today crawfish. Yes. Whatever, anything. The sun's out crawfish. Like, right. But, so fun. I mean, so how was, like, the culture from moving, you know, like you, you said, being in, in Dallas, growing up in, or at least growing up in Texas, and, like, understand the culture of Texas and now moving somewhere different where it's, like, it's not a different country, but 
It's a different state. Oh, no, state. they and different the out there. Like different. So how, they like, are different. So talk to me about that culture change and also, like, you, like the, your favorite things about being out there. Um, I have a lot of good and a lot of bad <laughs> to say about oh, being out there. We got time. Go there. ahead and say them all. <laughs> um, let's see. Um, when I got – it's just – like the people there are they're different they're so different yeah, from being in town and being in the city and stuff like that like a lot of i didn't realize how how um blessed i was um because a lot of people you know you know louisiana is one of the poorest uh states yeah so yeah. um but at the same time, a lot of the people are so, like, country and just down to earth yeah. and so genuine. You know, they talk about that southern hospitality, which is great, too. So um, that was always cool. And it was a lot of people on my team from Dallas. M majority of my team was from Texas. It, my roommate was from Dallas, was from Skyline. Oh, so, real? yeah, they they recruit out of Texas for all of our athletes. I mean, they, I, I've. I feel like that's such a big thing. Like right, Texas. It's so many people I went to so Plano people, with. Yeah. Like that you went to school okay, with. Okay, no, well? a couple of people that went uh, to Dallas. Okay. That I was like, what? <laughs> you were in Dallas? Okay, but it was like it was like a couple people. That makes sense. Like yeah, Texas is just everywhere, and it's like you take for. I wouldn't say you take for granted, but when you're in Texas for so long, and maybe you just go to like Houston, Dallas, blah blah blah, like or you go somewhere for like three days, and you don't really pay attention. To so much because you're around all the people, all the people you know. Mm -hmm. When you go to a different state for the first time, or like, for example, I went to Indiana, and like the difference between oh, Texas yes. and Indiana is like it's oh yeah, it's completely different. Like it's completely, you, you go out there and it's just like you expect everything to be the same, like food wise, um, even restaurants staying open is late, or yes. like people talking the same, mm -hmm. and it's like, bro, you know, even. Little things like you go. Oh out my there. god! Yes, I was wondering why everybody was calling me son out there. Like why in why? Louisiana? That's what they you know like out here. They're like oh like bro like bro really like yeah. bro bro. Yeah. They'll be like son really like son. son and you're come like, on what son. Are you, what are you talking I'm about, like, bro? What are you talking? I was so naive, so green behind the ears. It was just so funny to me. I remember that. Uh, we go fishing yeah. they would have like people go to mud rides out there super fun um just really different though and it's just um yeah it was a cool experience yeah it's 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 very but it's very yeah <laughs> like texas is different like you you go out there like you especially i think we say we don't realize how much we say y'all and oh, it's not yes. even like yeah. it's not even like we say y'all so much and like people are just like bro y'all use that a lot and it's like we like we don't they don't use that as much as we do and it's like even going like there's like a slang like I'm used to saying stuff like bad all the time like you know oh yeah yeah like yeah bad oh true stuff like that yeah and you go out there and they're just like what they're are like, you saying what are like, you talking like, about what, is, what da, 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 bad mean I like, know you mean good I'm like nah it's like you have to explain to them. But at the same time, I had a I knew someone from like who was from the Maryland area, like the DMV area, mm -hmm. and she was like, whenever she would text, she would say like, I think it's like A R D, and it means it just literally means all right, like. Oh, but it's like I was like, what is ard? And it's like, bro, like she, she just kept saying ard. I was like, what is ard? And she was like, oh, she's like, all right. I'm like, what? No sense, <laughs> bro. So what are you talking? Because it's like, no. What does D have to do with that? Like, it it's so crazy. Like, so many. Like, the culture difference in America alone is so crazy. I know. It's crazy. To, like, the world. Like, it's it's crazy. crazy. Yes. So when it comes to like you get into doing nails, you so you got into that in college. Yes, while I was injured. Okay. <laughs> Why you injured? Okay, so did you? Was it? I had a little bit more free time. I decided to venture out. Um, I was a server at Hooters in West Monroe. Okay. <laughs> that was the only Hooters out there, and they ended up um, firing everybody and closing down the restaurant. Yes. So, like, did they like just that? Did they do that to close down the restaurant, or did you just like start firing everybody and we're like, okay? We I have no idea, <laughs> but it literally closed down like two weeks after. <laughs> like, that's kind of crazy. This is when that's actually crazy. I know <laughs> it was crazy. It was. So what? What? What sparked that? Like, what even? Like, were you just like looking through stuff or like being on Instagram or something? Like, what actually got you to that point that you're just like, I want to learn how to do nails. Like, what got you? There? Um, I've always loved like 
the idea of nails and, um, you know, I, I'm so used to always having a job, at least a little, like some source of income. Um, so once they, once that happened, it definitely sparked, um, an idea in my head. And I was like, well, you know, I'm really interested in doing nails. Saw like really taught myself from like YouTube and just practicing all my teammates. Oh my God. My teammates were like, Ava, please. No, I'm like, please, can I practice (laughs) on you? I know it's lumpy. I know they're not coming out good, but please. And over time, just practice lots of hours and stuff like that. I got so much better. And, um, I just kind of wanted to be my own boss. That's yeah. really what what happened. Um, and it's been going great. It's been going awesome. So I still have so much to learn, but I've, I feel like I've definitely, you know, made a lot of progress in this amount of time, especially with COVID too. It's like everything was closed down. You yeah. know, it's not really much else. <laughs> so do. when you started, uh, did you see yourself – was it just, did you ever see yourself going this far with it? Like, did you think no. you, actually, you, you just thought you were just going to do it for fun and then when track started? No, I was up? doing it as, t- to be completely honest, I was doing it as a source of income okay, for money, strictly. Like, that was that. And as I started to, to um, build a passion for nails, I saw my work got, like, get so much better. And it's just like, you can't do stuff and just think about the money. Like you actually have to have a passion, have to have a love for it. And that's what I realized in track too. And it's just like, as you get older, you just get different interests, you know, um, or you lose interests and, um, you grow into stuff, different things that you like. And me, I'm all over the place. I love everything. I love to try everything. So, um, while I was injured, yeah, I just had a little bit more free time, and um, you know, they stopped, they closed down my job, so I started, yeah, yeah, I used the last of what I had to order some cheap stuff from Amazon. That's and actually great. Like that's actually like, like that's a story to look back on and be like, like I came from just you know saying, okay, here we go, let's just do this, and then now it's just consistent and you're good yes. at it you actually love what you're doing yes i do and it's so awesome just being creative yeah. and using different colors and people it's a way to express yourself without having to say a word through your yeah. nails like you know when people they don't they haven't spoke like said a word to you um or um yeah, they haven't, like, said a word to you or got to know who you are and stuff, but they or see they by your clothes, your, yeah. your nails, your hair, you know, and it speaks for you, so. Yeah, and just just like you were saying, when it comes to, like, you have to, like, get to that point where you understand that money is going to come. Like, right, right. Because if you don't have that passion, like, mm-hmm. when you look at people like even Elon Musk, Jeff Bezos, all these mm-hmm. kind of people, like, at some point in time, they were, like, down there. At least some of them, not all of them, but you know, they were down there. Even when it comes to like athletes, LeBron James grew up with a single mom, like people like that. Right. And it's like, you have to get to that point where it's not just the, like, obviously, everybody wants to make money. Let's not cap. Like, mm-hmm. I like, we all, I love money. Oh, we yeah, all love definitely. money. But like, if the money is the number one thing that's pushing you, what happens when you go through a time where the yeah. money goes down? Right, you just don't care. you just don't care. I I saw myself like doing sloppy work and stuff like that. Yeah. Like I don't, you know. But um, like when you finally start to care and become more passionate yeah. about stuff that you love, you know, it don't matter. The money don't matter. It'll come. It'll come as it pleases. So it literally doesn't. And like, mm-hmm. just I guess my best example of that is when you look at. In different sports, when you look at people who got like drafted very late, mm-hmm. it's like you know they're getting mm-hmm. money, but like you know not the money that everyone's like, oh, God, you you got drafted third overall, you making like so much millions of dollars, like going in as a rookie. Like some right. people get drafted like in the NFL in the seventh round. There's right. a last everybody pick has their it. different levels, yeah. and it's like, like those people you see, you're still in the professional yeah, level. You still there. It's yeah, like, oh, you still gotta so, do what you gotta do. Like just because right. you're not making the same money right. that he's making, like, don't mean you're just gonna work. Less than he's doing. Right. Like, it doesn't make sense. And it's just, like, looking at, like, the greatest of, like, it, I respect all these people who got, like, drafted late or, like, who are just down bad in their work. Even when it comes to, like, the creation, when it comes to people just starting from the bottom. And everybody gets to that point where it's like, I'm done, bro. I'm not doing this no more. Like, I've been doing this for so long, and I'm only getting this much from it, whether it's money, whether it's, like, 
outcome, but it's just staying consistent to yes. what you're doing. Staying consistent. And the money's not yes. going to make you stay consistent because yes. passion is inside of you. So it's mm-hmm. always going to kind of be there when you push yourself. Mm-hmm. But like money only comes when money comes. Like mm-hmm. when you don't have the money in your hand or it's not in your account, mm-hmm. like the money can't motivate you anymore. Exactly. And that's literally what, that's kind of what separates so many people from how they got to. So I'm really like, I'm, I'm like, it was really nice to hear like you talking about you having to like step out of that money phase and realizing that definitely, definitely. Yeah. I'm not going to sugarcoat it for people. Cause they see like, Oh, you know, I could do that, da, 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 da. but they don't see the long hours and yeah. sacrifice that you put in order to get to where you are. Yeah. Nobody see that. So, um, you know, my friends that are entrepreneurs and bosses and stuff like that, it's like everybody just see the aftermath of mm-hmm. that, of the work put in. Yeah. Um, so I just wanted to tell people that, that are listening that, yeah. you know, that's another thing I try to get on people's ass about sometimes, like, when it comes to, like, oh, bro, he's so lucky, bro. Look at him. He has this. He has right. the best of stuff. I'm like, bro, you think he just woke up one day and had that? Like, you mm-hmm. know, like, yeah, there's some people, like, Donald Trump who, like, woke up in riches, but, like, there's also <laughs> other people who, like, actually, like, you know, they had to grind for everything right. that they got. And, like, right, right now, And they're very deserving of yes, it. Yes, like, everything they get to this mm. day, like, it's it, they deserve it because they put everything they can. They didn't yes. cheat anybody. Right. They didn't cut corners. They didn't do right. anything crazy to get to that money. They just followed the passion and worked. And I just feel like the moment... The generation we're getting into right now, everyone's trying to get rich fast. I know. Like, no well, you is, are so right. Like no one is trying to do that. Like, oh, I'm finna grind for like two years, five right. years. To, like everyone's like, like, no, let's no. Like <laughs> everyone's like, okay, um, I'm gonna, I'm trying to make, I'm trying to start a clothing line. Do the first clothing line. Okay, I didn't make too much money. I'm done with that. Let's try shoes. Right. I make, like, so I right. Really can't do that. You got to just stay consistent. I understand seeing what you like, like dabbling yeah. in a little bit of everything, but just trying to, you know, like, just no, go from one place no, to another. it's not going to work out. And like, I feel like one thing that people always get like fall into right now, especially right now is when it comes to like stocks and investing in stocks. Oh, like, yeah. Like a lot of people are just like, okay, I'm seeing you making a thousand or two thousand from that. Okay. Right. So I think I can no. make that. And I'm like, bro, some people have had that money in there for a sitting, year now yes, just sitting in there and it's yes. but like people are not patient enough for no that. one is patient everyone wants to get rich fast That's I why know people are going to jail for different things oh like, yes like definitely there's so many type of illegal ways to make money oh right my gosh now. yes like, especially with COVID and stuff yeah, COVID lo- gave people too much time wow yes it's crazy so crazy. speaking of COVID um, what was what is something that you would say you learned from the pandemic just being having time you to yourself and your family and the people around you, of course, and, you know, not having, I guess, maybe track or maybe even when it comes to your business going as crazy because, you know, people are not wanting to mingle as much. And, you know, how, what did you learn and how, like, what was something that you came out of the pandemic with? Hmm. Well, I think it was such, it was a huge transition for me because when I um, stopped running track uh it was very last minute and I just gave my coach a call I said I can't come back like I don't want to you know um and transitioning into an adult and trying to find I was trying to find a job too and, and I was applying to hundreds of jobs wasn't hearing back from anybody so the entrepreneurial life really sucked me in it yeah. was all I had at that moment and um also just being an adult like paying your own bills without a check from the school without you know yeah. like just strictly off of your hustle uh it definitely brought out a different kind of hustle that I did not know that I had so um this yeah this this quarantine this covid um brought out a different kind of uh grind in me that I did not know that I had so yeah and passion for you know stuff that I different things that I do love. So mm-hmm. for me, definitely doing, I, I think I definitely learned a lot during the quarantine. Mm-hmm. One thing, first of all, I started this whole podcast and doing the peak of quarantine. So wow. that, that's one thing I'm grateful for. And even I've had hiccups on the way. Like I've stopped and just kept going. Like it's, 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 yes. it's, a, it's like an up and down. Yeah. It's like, like that ah, beginning phase is like so crazy. <laughs> and it's like, one thing I, I really appreciate about the quarantine is that 
it let me, so, you know, there's no in-person classes anymore. You're just doing homework and maybe online class, and that's about it. The rest of the day, like, literally, I stayed in Lubbock the whole, because, I mean, I went to Tech, so I stayed in Lubbock the whole time. Came oh, back really? to Dallas for, like, a month and then went back to Lubbock again. Like, wow. last year, I was in Dallas, like, in combined maybe two months in total. Like, wow. Stuff. Yeah. Wow. So, like, I was, like, I don't, I, I like, ever since my sophomore year of high school, I don't really come home that much because I'm always trying to, like, I feel like whenever I come home, I get very relaxed because I I stay with my parents oh, and it's like, okay, yeah. they're buying everything. It's like, yeah. bro, I get too relaxed. And I don't like that. So mm-hmm. I just stay in Lubbock and just travel around and find mm-hmm. new things to do. But during that time, just being in Lubbock, it would just be wake up every morning, do my homework, get on the game, go out with a friend, get some drinks, all that kind of stuff. And I was just like, bro, this is cool. Like, you know, I'm getting yeah. relaxation time, but let me think about, like, what I what, like what I can do. And I came up with this idea, of course. And then also it just gave me the time to think that this is, like, this was about 2020. I was, like, a year away from graduating now. Mm-hmm. And it's like, bro, like, you got to think about what you're going to do when you graduate. Like, oh my you got to have, yes. like, like, of course, you want to you wanna have that self-owned yes. business. Okay, that's mm-hmm. cool. Is it there yet? Are you? It's crazy because I didn't even want that. You didn't want I that? D- I wanted a regular job. Nine to five, go home, Yes, come back. I wanted, um, I looked, I like stability. Yeah. I like being comfortable. Um, all this, like, up and down, like, ah. It's, too much. <laughs> it's definitely, it's my lifestyle, though. It's, it's yeah. meant for me, yeah. but I wasn't, I'm getting more comfortable with embracing that, though. But yeah. I definitely wanted that, or, um, but I realized that I was trying to live a life that wasn't for me. A lot of people was like, oh, you should, you should do this, you should do that. Like, I was like, yeah, it sounds good, but it just didn't feel right inside. So, you know, as a, you having your own business and, yeah. like, stuff like that you know what that feeling is work like you know working for your own money working for yourself and your own yeah. boss so and it's just mm-hmm. like having to having to like every single thing there's no like oh hey boss like this is down so we gotta no if whatever is down right you gotta pay it's for on that. you it's like, everything is on dude, you look at yourself like there were times where like maybe a mic would just blow out or something or like oh gosh software be i know they're weird. expensive too right like just and it's like the better quality so it's like, well, there are times that I would be like looking in front of my laptop and just close it and go to sleep just because I didn't want to think about. Oh, like, yes. What? When and all else like, fails, take a nap. <laughs> just take a nap. Take a nap and take try a, again. Like, step, step away from <laughs> what you're doing. It's like I had to have someone had to tell me that because every time I would always like, get frustrated, like whenever I'm trying to figure something out because I knew nothing about podcasts and had to learn it by myself wow. and just ask other people that I knew had done it here and there. And it's like I got to a point. It's like. And, like, someone told me, she was just, like, sometimes you just got to, like, step away from what you're actually doing. Just, like, I'm not saying abandon the whole thing, but it's, like, just step away from the laptop for, like, an hour. Just Right. Get some time. And right. Then, get some you time. And, and come back. Just try like, a clean slate. Yeah. I know, right? Like you're not I gonna, know. Like, you can't, like, you're not going to go crazy about trying to do what you do, but, like, at the same time, mm-hmm. you have to know that balance of when you need. Definitely, definitely. And that's something that I had to learn, too. It's just like when I lay down in bed super late at night, my mind was just rushing, just thinking about like my next gig, my next this and this and that. I didn't realize how much um, um, like like your mental health, putting your mental health first and relaxing and getting some you time working out like, you know, stretching, stuff like that, drinking water, getting good uh decent amount of rest is vital for you. Um, I actually did end up in a hospital, a hospital a couple times from overworking, you know, yes. So when your body, when, well, when my body tells me I need to slow down, yes, listen to it. Your body will shut down. So yes, rest, Stressing about it the whole entire night, the whole entire yeah, day, doing the most, yeah. doing the most, you know, not getting enough rest, not um, putting, uh, you know, good foods into your body and stuff like that. It'll take a toll on you. So that's also something that I have learned. You know? Yeah, that's one thing I just always tell everybody. Like yes. Everyone has their way of coping with mental health mm-hmm. or like just having their own rest. So just find that way of that the way that you relax, like whatever gets you whenever you're stressed out and everything's mm-hmm. going crazy, you just need to find a way. Like people have so many ways and people 
like just you know go watch tv take a nap some people right pray, some people, yes. you know, some people do so many things like mm-hmm. and it's like bro just find that thing that helps you just chill because otherwise you're gonna go crazy trying to make it in life Cause oh my gosh! Day, like, bro, you can't. Yeah, it's like I was driving all around Dallas, just <laughs> for a little gas, my little Honda. Like, okay, where are we going? Da, 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 da. Like, oh my goodness, it's crazy. Like, no, it's some you definitely need some off days. Yeah, need some chill time. Maybe you know, take a little road trip. I don't know. Do so. something, cause, right? Because you're not like, for example, if this is what I want to work and it's not working right now. I'm not going to look at it and just be yelling at it like, bro, why you not wait? Like, it's not right. going to change nothing. Right. So it's like, at the end of the day, step away, get your head right, come back, look at, like, then, because when you're angry, you can't, you can't really Yes, think. when you're upset. You just got to, you know. like, actually take your time and look at mm-hmm. what you're doing and mm-hmm. access everything. Um, to backtrack to, like, college, so how do you feel... This is a two-part question. And you don't have to answer it completely. Just whatever, <laughs> whatever you're cool with. I but, feel like I'm in school. It's a two-part. Nah, nah, like nah. A and B question and a, why. B and why you think so. <laughs> and why you think so. But, um, you know, they just passed that law that college athletes can make off their name. Oh, yes. And, you know, I love that for them. So that's so my So the first part of the question is how do you feel about that? Like, you know, how do you think it's going to, you know, affect college athletics but also, we know, like, we're not going to ignore the fact that, like, when it comes to college athletics, there was a video that surfaced the other time doing March Madness, whenever the women basketball team, I don't remember what school it was, but they recorded, like, their facility. It was just, like, this room, and it was, like, the men's gym was, like, a whole, like, almost like a whole public gym for them to work out. Mm-hmm. So when it comes to that, like, when it comes to, like, gender equality when it comes to athletes getting paid. How do you think that's going to work? Because I still feel like, because even now in the NBA and the WNBA, you see how much more money the NBA is making than, like, NBA players are making than WNBA players. Like, how do you yes, think that's going to no. affect college? Do you think mm-hmm. everyone's just going to get paid fairly, uh, fairly or it's just going to be, like, it's going to be, like, some shysty stuff going hmm. on? I mean, in the time period that we live in now, especially with COVID and, uh, you know, I know the Olympics and stuff are going on and everything. I I have no idea. You don't know. Yeah. <laughs> like, but as especially for me being not only of minority but a woman in athletics at I did go to a division one um you know, I was a division one collegiate athlete. I can definitely see how there were so many like double standards and it went from like gear to money to this and that to um the facilities and stuff provided and I feel like that um if we're doing the same thing that the men are doing why why do we not get paid just as much you know yeah but um you know people will definitely beg to differ and say you know people watch men more and so and so but um being on that professional level I feel like women should definitely get more recognition the only so. thing, the only, so, the only logical answer, and it's, it, it really sucks, because just how, just some things in life that's just, like, made in a certain way that just really sucks. But, like, the main thing about, when it comes to, for example, the WNBA and the NBA, it's just the fact, it's not the fact that people watch it more or anything. It's just more of the fact that, well, that could play a role as well. It's just more of the fact that the NBA has so much, attention on them mm-hmm. and they make so much more money than the WNBA so it's like if the WNBA were to try to pay their players as much as the NBA does it's like they would go bankrupt like mm-hmm. there would be no WNBA it's mm-hmm. just like unfair because like now they have to find that balance like what are we doing that's not making us more money mm-hmm. and it's just it's just really unfair because it's just like a lot of people are not gonna like there's just a lot mm-hmm. of people who are not gonna watch like women's sports and like you know yes. people make jokes about it here and there but it's actually people who just be like bro I'm not watching no girl play basketball and it's like right like, like what hold on and it's like bro I mean I've like I like I'm not gonna be like oh I go put on my TV every day to watch a WNBA no yeah okay true like, honestly I don't even watch sports like that I'm not gonna lie to you guys even the Olympics nothing um not this year if, if it comes across my Twitter page yes I see it but everybody's so surprised when I say that. I'm like, no, I, I really don't even know why I ran track. <laughs> like, I don't even watch sport. I'm not really, um, 
Like I, I'm, I'm not gonna like go out of my way to watch, watch it. Sports, yes, it's just there, you're just watch yes, it. definitely. Yeah. But um, I can definitely relate to that being an athlete, though. Yeah, definitely. Um, and I feel like what they just passed is beneficial, and I feel like it's great for people to be able to market themselves and not be held back by uh, their their school or the um, NCAA rules and whatnot. So they can actually start to, yeah, market themselves and make some money up. Yeah, that's, it's just it's just crazy because these athletes make so much money for the NCAA and like they're getting nothing. Right, like, exactly. Like, we're not watching exactly. the men in the suits in their office. We're watching the athletes who right. are grinding every day. Right. And it's just like going back to the whole like women thing. It's just like I said, it just really sucks that because the fact is – Fact of the matter is, they're putting the same work that men do, like same practices, yes. same hot sun or like sweaty, you know, whatever. Same like everything. Same, we're like, mm-hmm. like, you know, but it's just, it just really sucks. And what even sucks more about it is that, okay, women are at a disadvantage when it comes to this and like making money in sports. But at the same time, it just feels like there's so much other stuff that they're trying to already take away from them as well. It's like, kind of like what. When uh, Serena Williams had that, when she was really mad about, you know, where she got, like, I think it was, like, a she got fouled for, she got called out for something or got mm-hmm. kicked out again for something. And then there was also an incident when she wore, like, a, like, some overall, like, a jumpsuit mm-hmm. tennis gear. And, like, they were saying that she couldn't wear that or something like that. It was, like, it's crazy. Like, I'm telling you, like, if you, if you actually, the two things that, like, wow. that is crazy when it comes to sports or let me even say three. When you look into junior college sports or like you know uh, lower lower division sports, when you look into HBCUs and when you look into women's sports, like you would see so much that you would be like, "Bro, what?" Like right. HBCUs, like you go to HBCU, the chance of you getting drafted or making it like professional is low. Not because you're not good. But because you go to right. HBCU, when it comes to women's sports, it's like, bro, there's always so much like, oh, this is not, this doesn't look good. This is not woman-like. This is not this. But it's like, bro, mm. like, what? what is that? Like, it's like, you know, what is that? It's like, bro, there's what? so much. Right. What's what's the norm these days? Like. Eventually, I just think, like, eventually the norm. And I just love, I know, yeah. I just love in track how you can wear your nails, your yeah. makeup, your hair, your. um Everything. Yes, your outfit, how, it, anyway, anyway, to express yourself. It's, yeah. right. I'm, I'm really so, praying for the. It's crazy. That's crazy. It's like sports is so, like, it's such, such like a government sport. Like, even the NFL, I'm really praying for that organization. Like, bro, oh, the NFL yes. needs to, like, do a whole flip, like. Mm-hmm. They had so much, there's so many restrictions in the NFL. Oh, it's like, definitely. There's so much stuff going on. It's just like, it's crazy. And then you look at, like, that's literally the NFL alone. And you look at other sports and you look at fairness and everything. You look at Colin Kaepernick. He he literally said, I'm going to take a stance against a racial, you know, a racial battle going on right now. And it's obvious that I'm not in the wrong. Like, I'm doing something for the culture. The NFL is supposed to back that up. Like, he's your athlete. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Like, so it's like, right. It's like, bro, he got fired for, like, he literally, they, right. took away, they took away his way of making money because he wanted to start stand for something great. It's the, like, everything that's going on is ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Yeah. But, I mean, eventually, I just hope there's a balance in sports Definitely. and athletics. Definitely. But uh, to close out this episode, I just got a few questions. Uh, so, who are your greatest athletes of all time, like any sports? Doesn't matter what it is, like that you would say maybe you look up to or you just liked watching. You say you don't really watch sports, but like you just liked hearing about um, or seeing what they do. I'd say Lolo Jones. Okay. <laughs> when I was in LSU warming up for my race, I ran into her. Oh, <laughs> yes. How was that? Yes. And just like her aura, just her vibe. Um, she seems so genuine and so humble, so hardworking. And also so goofy, too. <laughs> so funny. So I just, I remember watching her documentary. Um, and, you know, she came, she really came from poverty and she yeah. uh, was stealing foods and stuff out from the, um, like supermarkets to get food and her friends gave her shoes and stuff like that. I'm like, wow, you know, people that work so hard that really come from nothing. And like, it's very motivating. And she's so, she's such a humble person too. So 
Okay, top five. You know I don't watch sports like that. Okay, okay. Maybe I'm I'm too. Hey, <laughs> hey put yourself first. Right. <laughs> okay, so maybe not top five, but like just top. Anything. Top athletes. If it's just Lolo Jones and you, that's cool. <laughs> I mean, like we don't gotta like you know, like you know, like I mean, you don't you don't have to have a list, but uh-huh. it's just like whatever you know athletes that you look up to. I do. Um, I've been keeping up with Shikari Richardson. Yes. I thought that was really, like, the whole oh thing my about gosh. That, was, yes. that was interesting, man. Yes, and especially, like, her mother and stuff and yeah. being from out here, too. Uh, seeing somebody represent the city, you know, that you from and stuff. Like, wow. And seeing that happen is, is pretty it's pretty devastating to yeah. watch, to be honest. But the how she handled it, though, was, was everything. Yeah, yeah, to be that young and handle it so maturely, it's like, wow, respect. Bro, some Seriously. people, some crazy athletes would have gone, gone on Instagram live and gone and smoked right there again. Like, people would just handle <laughs> it like this. And like, okay, you want to take me out? Okay. I know. It's yeah. crazy. And it's like, no, she handled it so well. And it's like, it's, it's yes, it was one of those situations where you saw how the crowd just be like, oh, yeah, she's this, she's that, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, bro, you forget. Like, bro, athletes, like, I know a lot of people say it's corny, but, like, that statement of athletes being human is literal, bro. Like, it's like, yes. at the end of the They're day, expected, yes. We're the decisions we make, perform. like, as normal people that we, you know, fall short of doing something, all the differences, right. there's no TMZ or camera to right. put that on TV. Right, right. But it's like, this athletes, like, they do one thing, and it's like, obviously, if you're doing something crazy, like, Robbing people. I mean, that's that's different. But it's okay, like, yeah. if you're doing something, it's just like an honest mistake that anyone would make. It's like, just, well, right, with that much pressure on you, with yeah. the world looking at you, I can't even imagine what kind of position you're in, especially yeah. with all the stuff that you have going on with your family. Um, that, that was crazy. That was crazy. And social but media I has seen, made it. Yeah, I seen her worse. interview for yeah. Dallas, I think it was Dallas Morning News, somewhere, um, somebody interviewing her, and I just, I was like, wow, respect. Handled very maturely. Yeah. So. Okay. So final question. This one's a little. It's a little like different. But uh, you going? So you're going on a trip. It's like I don't know how many girls or how many guys. However you want the trip to be, okay. dead or alive, you can take anybody. Like when it comes to like celebrities, like you have no limit. You can take anyone in this trip. Who are these people that are coming with you? I can take anybody. Let's do. Let's okay. So let's not. Let's make this easier on you. Let's just say celebrity-wise. So, like, athletes, musicians, actors, actresses, whatever. Like, you can take any of them on this trip. Let's say it's, like, a 10-people trip or a max 10-people trip. Who's going with you? Mm. Well, if I'm going on a trip, I'm probably going to, hmm, never been to Jamaica. Okay. Somewhere tropical, somewhere fun, somewhere lit. So, I would bring somebody lit, too. Okay. Very unproblematic. Hmm, I'd say I do love Meg the Stallion. I, I, was, I, was, I was about to read. I knew you were going to say that. I was going to say, no, you didn't. Everybody I was Meg, like, bro. exactly. I was like very un- unproblematic, very lit, very fun. Yeah, yeah I mean, <laughs> I think she would be great to have in Jamaica, bro. Like, I know. I was crazy. like, huh, well, I would probably go up there. And probably, you know, you have different friends for different trips. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> for that kind of trip, yeah, probably no, you gotta go. <laughs> Right. Um, for maybe a trip to like Colorado, I would take Janae Iko. You okay. know, she's okay, like yeah, more with I the vibes. Vibe. The vibes, vibe. yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. I never been to those places, so <laughs> that's 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 crazy. Yeah. What about you? Ha! I didn't know I was gonna be asked this question. Yes, okay. the uh, tables okay. have turned. <laughs> He's oh, like, ha! Okay. No one, is, no one has ever actually just returned a question back to me. I was like, oh, I wasn't seeing that coming. <laughs> uh, I got you though. But you got to give me a place. Where are we going? Like, where's the... Where's no, the, you pick. Okay. I picked places okay. that I've never been okay. to. Okay, let's so. say we go into, like, Mexico. Somewhere in Mexico. Okay. Um, I would go with... Hmm. It's actually harder than I thought. Exactly! Uh, I'll go with someone like... Anybody. Like, I would go with someone, like, probably, like, a beat. So someone, like, maybe Lil Uzi. 
But at the same time, like, my only fear is, like, Lil Uzi does so much that, like, he might get to a point. I'm like, bro, what are you doing? I wasn't prepared for this. So people like that. If it was, like, Colorado or somewhere like L.A., I'd go with, like, Travis Scott. Oh, definitely. I feel like he'd be more vibes. Um, some somebody else that I would go with maybe. Um, if I was going, if I was going on some business trip though, I'm going LeBron James. Oh, okay, I'm gonna definitely. go figure out. I'm gonna figure out how he came with all these millions and billions of dollars <laughs> apart from basketball. Right. So definitely, I'm right. Going with him. But Smart. I think those are my three people right now. Smart. But anyways, we've come to a close of this episode. Thank you so much. It was an Thank honor. Thank you. Having you. It was awesome podcast. being here. Yeah. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank y'all so much for watching. Thank you for tuning in. Mm-hmm. Y'all make sure to like, subscribe, and we're on Spotify and Apple Podcasts right now. So y'all make sure to check that out. The links are going to be below. With that being said, guys, peace out. Bye. <laughs>